Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my podcast and online coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you like this podcast, you're going to love my coaching program. If you would like to learn more about it, including the investment, what's included, see real client testimonials, and to sign up and enroll, please head over to irresistibleicing.com slash course. The link is also in the show notes. All right, everybody, welcome. If you are new here, hello. If you are an OG listener, welcome back. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about the concept of food as an addiction. Where this episode came from, I had recently... um, I recently saw a quote and it just really struck me. And oddly enough, I had never heard this before and I don't know who the original person that said this was. So um, the quote goes like this, addiction is giving up everything for one thing. Recovery is giving up one thing for everything. That quote just like, blew me away and I was like that is it like I want to just repeat it because I think it's so powerful and I want you to really get this addiction is giving up everything for one thing recovery is giving up one thing for everything and I felt like this is so this this quote just like embodies the irresistible you lifestyle, the irresistible you framework in so many ways, because, you know, let me just back up for a second so we can kind of break this down um, and talk about food as an addiction, because I think for a lot of people, especially those of you that listen to this podcast, I would be willing to bet that there is some level of addiction to the food. And I'm going to go even a little bit further on that here in just a second. And I can completely resonate with this quote. Um, Even if this quote, which I'm sure it was intended for, you know, alcohol or drug addiction, addiction is addiction. And I want to talk about that because I think one of the things you want to ask yourself and something I want you to really sit around and, and ponder here is like, are you addicted to the food? Or are you addicted to the cycle? Are you addicted to the cycle and the ritual of emotional eating? Let me explain that. There's a cycle and there's a ritual. When you are a chronic yo-yo dieter, when you are an emotional eater, a binge eater, There is a cycle that goes into that. There is a ritual that goes into that. There is planning that goes into that. There is fantasizing that goes into that. And it's no different than someone who's addicted to anything else. And so I believe that quite often the addiction is not the actual, you know, individual meals and pieces of food. I think it's the whole ritual around the emotional eating. And so what that looks like is, you know, 
in your mind fantasizing about all the foods you're going to have this weekend because you're going to give yourself a break from your bullshit diet and you're going to fantasize about all these different things you're going to order out to eat and you're going to gorge on and you're going to binge on and you're going to tell yourself it doesn't matter because it's the weekend. That is one example of what I mean by these rituals and these um, these cycles of emotional eating that we do. Or we plan in our mind, we have a shitty day, and then we plan in our mind how we're going to take care of it tonight with what we'll eat for dinner or dessert. So I really believe with emotional eating, it's not so much the food, it's the addiction to that cycle. It's the addiction to soothing yourself with the emotional eating because you don't know any other way to soothe your emotions. You don't know any other way to handle your emotions. And so there's an addiction to that. And when you are stuck in the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, that is a irresistible you coined phrase that we use here. And I'll explain what it means for those of you that are new. When you're addicted to that cycle, there's a lot of things that you're giving up. And I can say that because I speak from experience. There are so many things that we give up when we are stuck deep in that cycle. So the emotional, the uh, yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, I'll explain it to you kind of high level for those of you that are new or for those of you that need a review. But basically it's the whole premise of I'll start over on Monday. It doesn't have to be a Monday. It could be I'll start over on the first. I'll start over at the new year. I'll start over next week. But you're going to start over on Monday. So before you can start over, what do you do? You clean out the house. You don't throw it in the trash. You use your body as the trash and you eat all the things that you tell yourself, oh, I can't have that anymore. Because you are putting yourselves in such a restrictive bullshit diet that has limited your ability to enjoy all types of foods. And so what it ends up doing, it creates all this fear around what you're going to eat, how you're going to eat. Oh, I can't have that. That's a trigger food and da, 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 da. And then you do that. You start the diet telling yourself this is the last time. I'm never doing this again. And somewhere in that in that moment of starting the diet, it could be the next day for some of us. Sometimes it's that night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes it's the next week. Sometimes it's six months from now. That something, we're going to say something in life happens because life happens. Life punches us in the gut. Life takes the wind out of our sails quite often. Things don't go the way you put it down in your planner that you, you know, you can plan, you can have intentions, you can have goals and you should, but there will always be something that's going to come and knock you off your course. That's just life. And, And the faster you can accept that, the faster you can get out of the cycle too. So that thing, and that thing could be something devastating. That thing could be a job loss or life or, you know, sickness. That thing that stops you can also be, well, my best friend invited me out for drinks tonight. And then you just decided to go nuts and you tell yourself, see, I can't do it. I can never do this. I'm not following the plan. I quit. I suck. Da, 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 da. Something that throws you off course, whether that's, you know, 
a big thing, a little thing, or anything in between, and then what do you do? Well, I mean, it's Wednesday, so I might as well just, like, start over next Monday because it's the middle of the week, and why would I want to start over now? Like, I already effed up the whole week. You see what I'm saying? And I know you guys know the cycle. And then it's like, you go through it again, you start beating yourself up, telling yourself how gross you are, how fat you are, how disgusting you are, how you can't ever do anything, and you go on the quest and the search to find the next big thing, okay? That cycle, I call that the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle. We talk a lot about it inside of my program because that cycle, I truly believe that is the addiction because you don't know any other way to be because you've never thought about what if this actually goes right this time? What if I actually lose weight for the last time? And I lose weight for the last time, not because I find some fly-by-night infomercial bullshit diet. I lose weight for the last time because I learn how to break the cycle and live my life, enjoy myself, love myself, not be afraid of food, not be afraid to get outside and be seen and live. That's how we break it. And so there's this addiction to the cycle because it's all you know. It's all you have. You have limited yourself to believe that this is all you can ever do. Well, I'll always be fat. I'll always have weight problems. I'll always struggle. Think about how you speak to yourself. When you talk in absolutes, you're basically telling your brain that, yeah, I can't do anything else. I will always be fat. I will always struggle. Like, Words matter, you guys. They matter. Think about the words that you are saying to yourself. I will always be fat. Well, that's really depressing if that's what you're telling yourself. So when you say these things, what happens in your brain at a subconscious level is your brain does everything in its power to make sure that you stay that way. Just like if you were to tell yourself, I don't have to be this way. I know that I can change. And you start to create new phrases, new thoughts, new beliefs. Well, then your brain starts to do things to find evidence about that. That's how powerful our brains are in this process. It's not your stomach. It's not your mouth. It's your brain. And it's how you think and how you feel about yourself. And so this addiction to the cycle, you know, it it goes back. Here's another coin term of the Irresistible You podcast. It's the wet blanket cycle. That, that's it. You know, even though you know this cycle of emotional eating and hating yourself and, and, and sitting on the sidelines of life, you know that it sucks. You know that it's miserable, but you don't know any other way to be. So you sit around under your wet blanket even though it's miserable because you know if you try to get out from under that blanket, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Change is going to feel uncomfortable. It's not supposed to be comfortable. But do you want to continue to be uncomfortable under that wet blanket of the addiction to the cycle? Or would you rather get uncomfortable knowing there's a light ahead? Changes are ahead. Things are going to get better. You're going to be able to become irresistible you. That's the moment of decision making that you have to get to. So I want you to really think about this. Are you addicted to the food? 
or the ritual, the cycle of the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle. And I guarantee you for most of you, it's going to be the cycle because it's like, it's not the food. It's not the food because the thing is when you become healthy and have an, like a healthy relationship with yourself and with food, you can eat whatever you want. There's no, well, I can't have this again. Like that fear of food. No, we can't be afraid of, of, of eating things. Okay. So that addiction that you have to the cycle, like the quote says, is giving up everything for one thing. So what are the things that you are giving up to continue to stay under your wet blanket of misery? What are you giving up in your life? And I can imagine for a lot of you, it's you're giving up having a social life. You're giving up having the job of your dreams. You're giving up starting that business. You're giving up taking better care of yourself, taking better care of your health. You're giving up. I mean, it it goes as deep and as to like you're giving up starting a family because you're afraid to gain weight when you're already overweight. You're giving up having fun with your kids. You're giving up your sex life. You're giving up fun. You're giving up adventure. You're giving up curiosity. You're giving up opportunities because you don't want to be seen. How many of you are playing small knowing you have this like untapped potential or you sit in your position in your job and you watch people and go, I could do that better than them. But yet you don't go after You're not hungry for the position. You're not hungry for that ambition to change. So think about, and and that should be like one of the takeaways on this episode as homework is I want you to write down everything you're giving up for that one thing with food. What are the things that you're giving up? And it could be the bathing suits, the cute clothes, the, um, you know, all the other things that I just mentioned. And let's be very clear here. You don't have to lose the weight to do those things. What you have to do is you have to start changing the relationship you have with yourself. And that relationship that you have with yourself has to change before you get to your goal weight. It has to change on the way down the scale. It's not like you get to your goal weight and then you decide to create a relationship with yourself. If you don't learn how to create that relationship now at your highest weight, it's not going to just show up because you got on the scale and it says the number that you wanted it to say. The number doesn't mean anything in that respect. So you have to start doing those things now And the irony, guys, is when you start doing those things, the weight starts coming off. When you start loving yourself, when you start respecting yourself, when you start choosing to have an irresistible life over a miserable binge session under the wet blanket, you start learning how to love and respect yourself, you stop You start learning how to stop abusing yourself with food, treating your body like a trash can, the weight will come off. 
The weight is never going to come off and stay off when you're so tightly wound up in this, oh, I just got to lose the weight. I got to lose the weight and I'm going to do this diet and it says I can't ever eat fruit and vegetables again and I'm only going to drink this and eat this and I can do this. No, you can't because that's not reflective of real life. That is not something you can do the rest of your life. And a lot of things start with having an honest conversation with yourself. It's like, listen, how many times have I, like, say to yourself, like, how many times have I done these bullshit diets? And you start counting and you probably lose count. Okay, what makes me think this is going to be any different? Is this really, and then you have to look at it and say, is this realistic? No, it's probably not. What is realistic is changing your thoughts, your feelings, dealing with your emotional weight so that you can lose the weight for the last time. I don't want to find the weight again. I want it gone. So what am I going to do to make sure that I never, ever have to lose this weight again? Well, what it means is I have to change the relationship with myself. Okay, so what are you giving up in your life to put emotional eating first? And even think about what kind of money are you giving up on eating out? on BS diets, like what are you giving up? What are you losing by staying stuck in this cycle? I'll tell you one thing you're also losing. You're losing time. You're losing years off of your life. Ask yourself right now, how many years have I been on this cycle? How many years have I been addicted to the cycle? I bet it's a long time. And then how many more years am I willing to continue this way and waste time? Because essentially that's what you're giving up to. You're giving up time that you will never get back. And that that's the truth. I don't care if you say it's harsh. The, the truth hurts, man. That's the reality. And this podcast is meant to be a wake-up call. This podcast is meant to push you more than you push yourself. This podcast is not here to coddle and tell you it's okay, keep doing what you're doing. No. If we coddle ourselves and say it's okay, we'll keep doing this. and No, you're not going to change. You're not going to change unless you see what you're giving up what you're losing. And here's the other the other kicker to that, guys. It's not just you. It's not just you. Who else in your life is losing things because of your addiction to this cycle? Who else is losing things, losing valuable time with you, quality time with you, memories with you, photos with you? Some of y'all don't even have pictures with your kids. Make it make sense. How do you not have pictures with your children? I'm too fat. They're going to see my rolls. Yeah, I have a lot of pictures with my kids that I don't like. But you know what? That's not my decision. It's not my decision whether I approve of them or not because my children get to hold on to those when I'm gone. Right? If you don't like things, change things. 
and you don't change things by going zero to a hundred. Oh, I got to throw this out. The, I got to get rid of all this food. I got to go out to eat here. I got to eat this. I got to eat that. I got to get all the cute workout clothes. I got to get the pretty planner and then I can start. No, that is not how you change things. That is how you fail at changing things. Truth. That is how you fail at making changes because it's not sustainable. If you try to go zero to a hundred with changing things, you're going to crash and burn. If you were to get in your car and drive it zero to a hundred across the United States, your car is going to burn out. It's going to blow up. It is slow and steady. It is small, sustainable changes that you can do where you are right now. Not tomorrow morning, not next week, not February 1st, today. Meet yourself where you are, okay? And where you are is not in the body of someone who is, you know, in perfect shape and can wear the cute clothes they love and feels good about themselves. That's not where you are yet. So stop trying to make changes as if you're already there. If you're not eating fresh fruit and vegetables right now, you're not going to go tomorrow and eat vegetables at all your meals and snacks. Quit fooling yourself. Small changes. What is one thing that I can do right now to move the needle forward to where I want to be? How do I break the cycle? And this leads it to like, the next part of that quote, which I just, I just love because I, it's just, oh, I just love it. Okay. Recovery is giving up one thing for everything. Guys, like if you don't see the power in this, if this isn't a wake up call, I don't know what else is like recovery. And in this, you know, example with our podcast, recovery means breaking the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle. Here's what it doesn't mean because I know a lot of your heads are going there because you're in diet culture, you're stuck in it. Recovery doesn't mean skinny. Recovery doesn't mean goal weight. Recovery doesn't mean, you know, perfect shape, lost all my weight. No, that's not what recovery is. Recovery starts the moment you decide you're done. What's the next best step I can take? I'm done. That's recovery. Recovery starts with slowly changing, taking on those things we just talked about, learning how to talk to yourself better, learning how to be like date yourself and make a relationship with yourself and take better care of yourself. Like there are some of you that aren't even going to the doctor because you don't want to, you don't want anyone to see how fat you are. You don't want anyone to see what the scale says. And some of you know there's something wrong with you. There's maybe a bump or a lump or something doesn't feel right. And you're not going to the doctor because of weight. Like, I want to shake you and tell you enough is enough. We can't live like this anymore. This isn't living. This is existing. This is surviving. Barely surviving. This is not thriving. This is just living, I mean, just existing and surviving, barely. 
Is that really what you want for yourself? Is that like, don't you believe you're worth more than that? So ask yourself, what would I gain by giving up this one thing? You would gain a beautiful, irresistible, juicy, full of life, life. <laughs> like you would gain, you would gain so many beautiful things. It doesn't mean Recovery doesn't mean you're skinny. Recovery doesn't mean you get to goal weight. You have to be at goal weight. Recovery doesn't mean you never get to eat these types of foods that you love. Recovery means you learn how to be around those foods that you love without fear. That you learn how to eat those foods in moderation. You learn how to love yourself at your highest weight. You learn to love yourself with the roles, not because you lost the roles, okay? Here we go. You got to learn how to eat the roles, girl, and lose the roles without fear. Because right now you're living in fear of, oh my God, there's roles. And oh my God, I have roles. Like, no, enough with the roles. Learn how to eat them without being afraid, without knowing you're going to binge on them and have, you know, five and learn how to love yourself today the way you look. Again, meet yourself where you are. That's recovery. And the more you do that, it's like it's like a snow, like when you're making a snowball, it's like the more you do those things, the more positivity, the more changes happen in your life. The more you complain, you stay negative, you binge eat, you lay on the couch, you don't take care of yourself, you don't drink water, you don't go on walks. Guess what you want to do? You want to do more of nothing because you don't have any energy. And that's why I say that moment you decide to get up out, that moment that you decide to get out from under that wet blanket, right? The reason people don't get out from under that wet blanket is because they're afraid of that feeling. They're afraid of that uncomfortable feeling. Here's the best way I, let me try to describe that. So you've been gaining weight and gaining weight. You've been laying on the couch every night. You have not been moving your body. You have been ordering food out. You have been overeating, indulging on all these foods, sugars, high carbs to where your body feels swollen. Not only have you gained weight, there's the actual fat gain, the weight gain, there's also the bloat, the swelling, the bloating. You wake up in the morning, you can barely close your fist because your fingers are so swollen from all that, you know, fluid retention. You feel sluggish. You feel gross. It feels like your your skin is like you're wearing clothes because there's so much extra skin. It just, it feels horrible. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It just feels horrible and it's like if I were to get up right now and go for a walk I feel gross I just feel heavy I feel slow I feel sluggish I have no energy it's just so much easier to stay here under my wet blanket watching Netflix and eating some food right but that moment of getting up putting your shoes on getting outside the door it's painful isn't it it's painful you're slow, you're sluggish, you're swollen, everything fits odd, like your clothes don't fit good. But you get out there and you say, all right, 10 minutes, 
10 minutes, I'll give you 10 minutes. And you do a 10 minute walk outside. And when you get outside, there is something therapeutic in the outdoors that will change your state. Okay. The more you, you're like, wow, this, you know, I feel kind of good because I'm outdoors and you're looking at nature and you're just getting fresh air and you're all the things in your body are starting to move, right? It is so unhealthy to stay stagnant and not moving your body. It is so unhealthy. Not just on a physical level, emotionally and mentally as well. When you start moving, it's like, man, okay, like I need to do more of this. And the more you start moving, it's like, okay, two days, you know, next week, it's like, okay, now we bumped it up to 15 minutes. Now we're doing 30 minutes. Now we're doing an hour. And now walking is part of who I am. It's part of my, it's just part of who I am. It's part of my lifestyle now. And we're not walking because we have to get down to the goal. We're walking because we need to change the relationship with ourselves and realize that we're giving up so many other things in our life. Sometimes, sometimes guys, like, oh my God, like, you don't know how bad you feel until you start changing because you're so stuck in the cycle. It's like you're in this jar, like that, that corny saying about like, if you're in the jar, you can't read the label. Like, well, yeah, no shit. I can't read the label, but it's true, right? Like, when you are so miserable and you've been stuck in some kind of cycle for so long, it's like you don't even realize how bad you feel until you start making changes. And you're like, how the hell did I live like that? You need that bump. You need that nudge. If you don't have it, I'm giving it to you right now. Like this is your nudge and your bump to change your life. I'm not telling you to go out and lose 100 pounds. What I'm telling you to do is build a better relationship with yourself. Learn how to feel irresistible now, no matter what you look like. That's not going to come from weight loss. That's going to come from, again, learning how to speak better, learning how to think better, learning how to deal and shed the emotional weight that you're carrying. Why are you avoiding yourself? And that, right? So let's, let's add another layer to this, right? Going back to the cycle, the ritual of the yo-yo diet, body, hate, shame cycle, the big question you want to ask, why am I doing this? What comfort do I find in the misery? Because there's something comfortable about it or you wouldn't do it. Because we know the entitled fat girl syndrome, another coined phrase here, I really need a glossary, guys. The entitled fat girl, the, the, the entitled fat girl inside of you She's going to do whatever the hell she wants to do. And if it's painful and if she don't like it, she ain't doing it. Right? So there's something comforting and feeling miserable. There's something comfortable, comfortable and familiar. And you want to ask yourself, like, what am I getting out of this? Because you're getting something out of it. Because as human beings, we're very selfish, <laughs> And we don't do things unless we're getting something in return. So what are you getting out of it? You're getting something. Comfort. Um, you know, if this is the only thing you have to look forward to every night is flopping your ass on the couch and watching TV. 
if that is the only thing that you have in your life right now to look forward to, boo, we got to change. Changes need to happen. That is not a hobby. Netflix and Hulu is not a hobby, guys. It's nice every once in a while. We all need those days, those nights. You know, we, we have those days that we need it, but it's not a hobby. And what do you want to do? Be sitting around your deathbed going, man, like, oh, shit. I'm so glad that I spent so many nights binge watching series on Netflix. That just fulfilled my life's purpose. My life's purpose was fulfilled in all the years that I sat around and binge watched TV series. Come on. <laughs> You're like, come on. What is your life's purpose? What are you avoiding? What are you not accomplishing? What are you not going after? Because you would much rather stay in the cycle of emotional eating. What are you getting out of it? What is it doing for you? And again, what would you gain if you gave up the addiction to emotional eating? It could be Man, guys, like it could be so many things, relationships, marriage, uh, friendships, children, fun, adventure, like good, better health, confidence, a promotion, a business, more money, a new house, a new car. There's so many things that we don't allow ourselves to have if we don't believe we deserve it. And if you don't think your body image is connected to everything else in your life, huh, you got a lot of learning to do because it is. It's not just vanity. It's not just, oh, I just want to look good and skinny and like, you know, look good. No. When you have deep rooted body image and weight issues, I challenge you to look at the other areas of your life where you're unhappy or where you're not hitting the mark. Because it will, it will infiltrate into those different areas. Not going after the promotion because that promotion requires more traveling. That promotion requires more presentation. So I have to be seen. So many women have amazing business ideas, but they won't go after it because they don't want to have to show up in that way. It's easy to just keep showing up and putting your head down and not going after things. But is it really easy in the long run? No, it's not. So, again, addiction is giving up everything for one thing. Recovery is giving up that one thing for everything. I really want you guys as a takeaway to make that list. Make a list of everything right now that you're giving up for food, for emotional eating. And then I want you to make another list, and a lot of it might be the same. But what is, what are the things that you will gain by giving up the addiction? What would you gain? What would, what would you gain from this? Um, and I think this would be a great conversation starter actually over in the free Facebook group. We could we could share some of those things over there. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, let's have some some conversation around it, trying to get that group like um, 
what's the word, kind of been absent from that group for a while. So I want to get that group kind of, I don't even, guys, I lost my words. I'm so like into what we were saying here. <laughs> revive. I want to revive the Facebook group. I want to revive our podcast discussion group. So if you are not a member, go to Facebook, type in Irresistible You Podcast. It will show up as a group. Request to join answer the questions. We will get you approved. If any of you have applied and it's been a while, I will make sure that we get in there and get that taken care of as soon as possible. And let's get that group revived. Let's have conversation. Let's discuss the podcast. Think of that as like the after show. So we have the podcast, you listen. It's like, well, now how do I connect with you? How do I talk with you? Because it's a podcast. It's like, let's get in the Facebook group and let's continue the discussion. That's where you can speak with me. We can chat. We can comment. We can interact with everybody else. Um, yeah, I think this is just such a an eye-opening, mind-blowing way to look at things. And it's 2022. No more excuses. No more, like, think about where you want to be at the end of the year. If you don't want to feel the way you feel now, that's not going to happen unless you get intentional and you start deciding that you need to make these changes. And if you want to work with me, if you want to learn more about the program, again, head over to irresistibleacing.com slash course. All of those links that were mentioned will be in the show notes as well. If this podcast has been helpful and has changed your life in any way, please head over to iTunes or the podcast player of your choice and leave a review and rating. That helps me more than you can ever know. I love you guys. I will catch you in the next one. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.